I'm Wayne Turner, and welcome to the daily podcast of Bible Track. I've developed Bible Track to be both a commentary and a daily Bible reading schedule. These podcasts cover the text and commentary, which may be found at www.bibletrack.org. So, for those who have a busy schedule but do have time to listen to the Bible being read, this podcast is for you. At the end of one year, you will have gone completely through the Bible. Today's reading is Deuteronomy chapters 28 and 29. Now, this chapter 28 is a continuation of Deuteronomy chapter 27, and it's regarding the big service planned atop Mount Gerizim and Mount Ebal when they get over into Canaan. This ceremony actually is going to take place when we get over to Joshua chapter 8, verses 29 to 35. So as Israel's encamped on the east side of the Jordan, preparing to go into their promised land, Canaan, God's making a very big impression on Israel regarding the rewards of exclusively serving him. This chapter is a repeat of what was proclaimed to Israel back in Leviticus chapter 26. So here's what we see in this chapter and the chapter before it. Obey God and everything will be perpetually great. Now let's look at chapter 28 verses 1 to 14. And it shall come to pass that thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way, and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, and in all that thou settest thine hand unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee in holy people unto himself, as he hath sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God, and walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, and the land which the Lord sware unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. So as I mentioned, that chapter is a a continuation of chapter 27, and it's regarding the big service that's going to be planned later on on Mount Gerizim and Ebal when they get over into Canaan. Now, we continue with the cursed that come forth out of this same chapter from verses 15 down to 68. So if you disobey, we saw the blessings. What happens if you disobey? Well, hang on for God's wrath. Verse 15. But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, 
to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Cursed shalt thou be in the city, and cursed shalt thou be in the field. Cursed shall be thy basket and thy store. Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy land, the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep. Cursed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and cursed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall send upon thee cursing, vexation, and rebuke, and all that thou settest thine hand unto for to do, until thou be destroyed, and until thou perish quickly, because of the wickedness of thy doings, whereby thou hast forsaken me. The Lord shall make the pestilences cleave unto thee, until he have consumed thee from off the land, whither thou goest to possess it. The Lord shall smite thee with a consumption, and with a fever, and with an inflammation, and with an extreme burning, with the sword, and with the blasting, and with the mildew, and they shall pursue thee until thou perish. And thy heaven that is over thy head shall be brass, and the earth that is under thee shall be iron. The Lord shall make the rain of thy land powder and dust. From heaven shall it come down upon thee until thou be destroyed. The Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thine enemies. Thou shalt go out one way against them, and flee seven ways before them, and thou shalt be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth. And thy carcass shall be meat unto all fowls of the air, and unto the beast of the earth, and no man shall fray them away. The Lord will smite thee with the botch of Egypt, and with the emrods, and with the scab, and with the itch, whereof thou canst not be healed. The Lord shall smite thee with madness, and blindness, and astonishment of heart. Thou shalt grope at noonday, as the blind gropeth in darkness, and thou shalt not prosper in thy ways, and thou shalt be only oppressed and spoiled evermore, and no man shall save thee. Thou shalt betroth a wife, and another man shall lie with her. Thou shalt build an house, and thou shalt not dwell therein. Thou shalt plant a vineyard, and shalt not gather the grapes thereof. Thine ox shall be slain before thine eyes, and thou shalt not eat thereof. Thine ass shall be violently taken away from before thy face, and shall not be restored to thee. Thy sheep shall be given unto thine enemies, and thou shalt have none to rescue them. Thy sons and thy daughters shall be given unto another people, and thine eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all the day long, and there shall be no might in thine hand. The fruit of thy land and all thy labor shall a nation which thou knowest not eat up, and thou shalt be only oppressed and crushed alway so that thou shalt be mad for the sight of thine eyes which thou shalt see. The Lord shall smite thee in the knees and in the legs with a sore botch that cannot be healed from the sole of thy foot unto the top of thy head. The Lord shall bring thee in thy king, which thou shalt set over thee, unto a nation which neither thou nor thy fathers have known. And there shalt thou serve other gods, wood and stone. And thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations whither the Lord shall lead thee. Thou shalt carry much seed out into the field, and shall gather but little in, for the locust shall consume it. Thou shalt plant vineyards and dress them, but shalt neither drink of the wine, nor gather the grapes, for the worms shall eat them. Thou shalt have olive trees throughout all thy coast, but thou shalt not anoint thyself with the oil, for thine olive shall cast his fruit. Thou shalt beget sons and daughters, but thou shalt not enjoy them, for they shall go into captivity." All thy trees and fruit of thy land shall the locust consume. The stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. 
He shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee, and shall pursue thee, and overtake thee, till thou be destroyed, because thou hearkenest not unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded thee. And they shall be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder, and upon thy seed forever. Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things, therefore shall thou serve thine enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst, in nakedness and in want of all things, and he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. The Lord shall bring a nation against thee from afar, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flieth, a nation whose tongue Thou shalt not understand a nation of fierce countenance, which shall not regard the person of the old, nor show favor to the young. And he shall eat the fruit of thy cattle and the fruit of thy land until thou be destroyed, which also shall not leave thee either corn, wine, or oil, or the increase of thy kind or flocks of thy sheep until he have destroyed thee. And he shall besiege thee in all thy gates until thy high and fenced walls come down, wherein thou trustest throughout all thy land. And he shall besiege thee in all thy gates throughout all thy land, which the Lord thy God hath given thee. And thou shalt eat the fruit of thine own body, the flesh of thy sons and of thy daughters, which the Lord thy God hath given thee in the siege and in the straightness, wherewith thine enemies shall distress thee. So that the man that is tender among you and very delicate, his eyes shall be evil toward his brother, and toward the wife of his bosom, and toward the remnant of his children which he shall leave, so that he will not give to any of them of the flesh of his children whom he shall eat, because he hath nothing left him in the siege, and in the straightness wherewith thine enemy shall distress thee in all thy gates. The tender and delicate woman among you, which would not adventure to set the sole of her foot upon the ground for delicateness and tenderness, her eyes shall be evil toward the husband of her bosom, and toward her son, and toward her daughter, and toward her young one that cometh out from between her feet, and toward her children which she shall bear. For she shall eat them for one of all things secretly in the siege and straightness, wherewith thine enemy shall distress thee in thy gates. If thou wilt not observe to do all the words of this law that are written in this book, that thou mayest fear this glorious and fearful name, the Lord thy God, then the Lord will make thy plagues wonderful, and the plagues of thy seed, and even great plagues, and of long continuance, and sore sicknesses, and of a long continuance. Moreover, he will bring upon thee all the diseases of Egypt, which thou wast afraid of, and they shall cleave unto thee. Also every sickness and every plague which is not written in the book of this law, them will the Lord bring upon thee until thou be destroyed." And ye shall be left few in number, whereas ye were as the stars of heaven for multitude, because thou wouldest not obey the voice of the Lord thy God. And it shall come to pass that as the Lord rejoiced over you to do you good and to multiply you, so the Lord will rejoice over you to destroy you and to bring you to naught. And ye shall be plucked from off the land whither thou goest to possess it. And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people from the one end of the earth even unto the other. And there thou shalt serve other gods, which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone. And among these nations shalt thou find no ease, neither shall the sole of thy foot have rest, but the Lord shall give thee there a trembling heart, and failing of eyes, and sorrow of mind. And thy life shall hang in doubt before thee, and thou shalt fear day and night, and shalt have none assurance of thy life. 
In the morning thou shalt say, Would God it were even, and at even thou shalt say, Would God it were morning. For the fear of thine heart wherewith thou shalt fear, and for the sight of thine eyes which thou shalt see. And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships by the way whereof I spake unto thee. Thou shalt see it no more again. And there ye shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen, and no man shall buy you. Well, I think you can see that it's a much better idea to obey God. What a list of the curses. Wow. Now, let's look at these curses. Here's the program content, as I mentioned before, for Joshua chapter 8, verses 29 to 35, when they have this big ceremony. It's the blessings and the cursings that are going to actually be read by the Levites, just like we saw here, and vocally approved by the Hebrews upon Mounts Gerizim and Ebal. Now, remember, these mountains are very close to each other. There's a photo I've provided on the written notes of BibleTrack.org for today's reading. Certain tribes in Joshua chapter 8 will stand on one mount and other tribes on the other mount. Deuteronomy 28 is the list to be read, which is also found in Leviticus chapter 26. Notice what it says in verse 36. It says, The Lord shall bring thee and thy king which thou shalt set over thee unto a nation which neither thou nor thy fathers have known. And there thou shalt serve other gods, wood and stone. Now, here we see a prediction of the Assyrian and Babylonian captivities, which would be more than 700 years in the future from this event right here, leading up to their final overthrow and captivity in 586 B.C. If you want to see more about that, look at my notes on 2 Kings chapter 24, verses 10 through 16. That's where we see that Jerusalem was actually taken. Then again, in verse 49, we see it says, The Lord shall bring a nation against thee from far. From the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flieth, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. Now, the conditions described in these verses were actually fulfilled when Jerusalem was under siege in Lamentations chapter 4. We see the accounting there. And that includes the cannibalism that we see here in verse 53. Finally, notice verses 64 to 68 regarding a dispersion of the Jews. After the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem in 70 A.D., the Jewish people were indeed scattered around the world away from their homeland. They did not return in significant numbers until the 20th century. Wow, Moses certainly nailed this prophecy. <laughs> you may have noticed that only 14 verses are given to the blessings, but 54 verses to the cursings. Well, God's making an in-your-face appeal to the Hebrews to never turn back from their commitment to God. These very clear, decisive words would one day become the basis for extreme remorse as they reap their cursings and they fall into Assyrian and later into Babylonian captivity. And so that brings us to Deuteronomy chapter 29. And we see here that it's not because God didn't warn Israel. Verse 1. These are the words of the covenant which the Lord commanded Moses to make with the children of Israel in the land of Moab beside the covenant which he made with them in Horeb. And Moses called unto all Israel and said unto them, You have seen all that the Lord did before your eyes in the land of Egypt and to Pharaoh, and unto all his servants and into all his land. The great temptations which thine eyes have seen, the signs and those great miracles. Yet the Lord hath not given you an heart to perceive and eyes to see, and ears to hear unto this day. 
And I have led you forty years in the wilderness. Your clothes are not waxen old upon you, and thy shoe is not waxen old upon thy foot. You have not eaten bread, neither have you drunk wine or strong drink, that you might know that I am the Lord your God. And when you came into this place, Sihon, the king of Heshbon, and Og, the king of Bashan, came out against us in the battle, and we smote them. And we took their land and gave it for an inheritance unto the Reubenites, and to the Gadites, and to the half-tribe of Manasseh. Keep therefore the word of this covenant, and do them, that you may prosper in all that you do. You stand this day, all of you, before the Lord your God, your captains of your tribes, your elders and your officers, with all the men of Israel, your little ones, your wives, and thy stranger that is in thy camp, from the hewer of the wood unto the drawer of thy water, that thou shouldest enter into covenant with the Lord thy God, and into his oath which the Lord thy God maketh with thee this day that he may establish thee today for a people unto himself, and that he may be unto thee a God, as he hath said unto thee, and as he hath sworn unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Neither with you only do I make this covenant and this oath, but with him that standeth here with us this day before the Lord our God, and also with him that is not here with us this day. For you know how we have dwelled in the land of Egypt, and how we came through the nations which he passed by. And ye have seen their abominations and their idols, wood and stone, silver and gold, which were among them. Lest there should be among you man or woman or family or tribe, whose heart turneth away this day from the Lord our God, to go and serve the gods of these nations, lest there should be among you a root that beareth gall and wormwood. And it come to pass, when he heareth the words of this curse, that he bless himself in his heart, saying, I shall have peace, though I walk in the imagination of mine heart, to add drunkenness to thirst. The Lord will not spare thee, but then the anger of the Lord and his jealousy shall smoke against that man, and all the curses that are written in this book shall lie upon him, and the Lord shall blot out his name from under heaven. And the Lord shall separate him unto evil out of all the tribes of Israel according to all the curses of the covenant that are written in this book of the law, so that the generation to come of your children that shall rise up after you, and the stranger that shall come from a far land shall say, when they see the plagues of that land and the sicknesses which the Lord hath laid upon it, and that the whole land thereof is brimstone and salt and burning, that it is not sown nor beareth, nor any grass groweth therein, like the overthrow of Sodom and Gomorrah, Admah and Zeboim, which the Lord overthrew in his anger and in his wrath. Even all nations shall say, Wherefore hath the Lord done thus unto the land? What meaneth the heat of this great anger? Then shall men say, Because they have forsaken the covenant of the Lord God of their fathers, which he made with them when he brought them forth out of the land of Egypt. For they went and served other gods and worshipped them, gods whom they knew not, and whom he had not given unto them. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against this land to bring upon it all the curses that are written in this book. And the Lord rooted them out of their land in anger and in wrath and in great indignation and cast them into another land, as it is this day. The secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. Well, here's more of the same, just like we saw back in chapter 28. Look at 29 verse 9. Keep therefore the words of this covenant and do them that you may prosper in all that you do. Here's yet another chapter dedicated to warning Israel of the consequences of disobedience toward God. 
The history of Israel is interesting. Why did God spend so much time warning Israel that they must follow the God who delivered them from Egypt in order that they might continue prospering? Why was it necessary to spend so much time about the curses of not following God? Well, despite all the warnings, Israel's demise followed centuries of turning their backs on God. By the way, Horeb keeps getting mentioned. Another 13 times after the actual occasion of the giving of the law on Mount Sinai, which is Mount Horeb. It's mentioned those 13 times in the remainder of the Old Testament in the context of being the covenant that God made with Israel represented by the tables of stone that we know now as the Ten Commandments. So Horeb is the word indicating the covenant of the law. Now verse 22 gets very interesting here. Is Moses predicting or is he prophesying? As it turns out, the statements issued beginning here by Moses regarding Israel's future path will turn out to be dead on with future reality. These predictions or prophecies continue right on into Deuteronomy chapter 30, which we'll look at tomorrow. Well, generations from now, after the people of Israel have turned their backs on God, the prophetic implications of these two chapters will, in fact, be realized. As a matter of fact, these statements are confirmed as prophetic when we get over to Deuteronomy chapter 31, verses 14 through 30, when God actually speaks the same before Moses and Joshua. Incidentally, there's a reference to the overthrow of Sodom and Gomorrah in verse 23, along with two other cities that were in the plain of Sodom. Those two other cities are Adma and Zeboam. Now notice the prophecy given in verses 25 through 28. It bears reading once again. Then men shall say, because they have forsaken the covenant of the Lord God of their fathers, which he made with them when he brought them forth out of the land of Egypt. For when they went and served other gods and worshipped them, gods whom they knew not, and whom he had not given unto them, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against this land to bring upon it all the curses that are written in this book. And the Lord rooted them out of their land in anger and in wrath and in great indignation and cast them into another land as it is this day. Yep. That pretty much sums up what finally happened in 586 B.C. That's when Jerusalem fell once and for all to the Babylonians, recorded in 2 Kings chapter 24. Now make no mistake about it. Even when Israel was being punished for their rebellion by wandering through the wilderness on the Sinai Peninsula, God was leading them. As a matter of fact, notice verse 5, it says... And I have led you 40 years in the wilderness, and your clothes are not waxen old upon you, and thy shoe is not waxen old upon thy foot. <laughs> Their clothes didn't even wear out in those 40 years. God made the clothing last. Now, here's an amusing verse. I get asked a lot of questions about the Bible, many to which I don't have a definite answer. However, when I get such a question, often I reply that the answer is to be found in Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29. I, I like this verse. Here's what it says. The secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. So it's just one of those secret things. Now this prophecy actually continues on into chapter 30, which we'll be looking at in our next reading. This concludes our podcast for today. I'm Wayne Turner, and if you'd like to read along with our commentary online, go to www.bibletrack.org. Thank you for listening in today. The background music for these podcasts is an original composition 
written by the music director of Faith Bible Church, Paul Walton.